You are listening to the Park Flyer Podcast, where we discuss our RC adventures. Welcome to the Park Flyer Podcast, where we discuss the ups and downs of the new RC Flyer. Join your hosts, Michael and Jay, as they take flight at the park. Now on with the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Park Flyer Podcast. I'm Michael from Arizona. Jay from the hills of Texas. And Shan G and Mesa AZ. And we would like to wish you all happy Halloween. Spooky. Very spooky. We're all we are all uh, dressing up on Halloween as RC pilots, in case you're wondering. <laughs> bad <laughs> RC pilots, because I'm a good one. Bad <laughs> RC pilots, bad one. That's right. Uh, I know, right? Actually, I got a, so, I got a, I got a uh, sexy uh, RC pilot costume. Well, I'm, I'm not going to show oh, it here. Oh, there you go. Wait, we're going to pass. <laughs> okay, yeah. I was just, <laughs> I was just, I was just you can say that, that for someone. Just kind of imagine uh, what that would look like, and I just don't want to know. <laughs> Jay's like, I'm out. Uh, <laughs> you funny. might like it. You never know. Yeah, you never know. I know. And that's what I'm fearing. That's that yes. scares me the most. <laughs> Jay'd be like, hey, I like hey. The, I like hey. your digs. Hey. Hey. Yeah. Anyway. Once you go RC, you know. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> wow, we oh. aren't even in the first minute of this, and you it's go. already gone downhill. So that is terrible. So well, uh, our last episode left off with uh, most of the uh, best in the West stories, but we did uh, say, what's that? It was a cliffhanger. Is it a cliffhanger? <laughs> it was a cliffhanger. Uh, we were uh, got to the end of our podcast, and uh, we were just about to hear for, um, from uh, Shannon because uh, he was at the um, Scale Masters, Scale Model Masters or Scale Masters? Scale Masters, U.S. Scale Masters. Scale Masters. Okay, U.S. Scale Masters. And uh, it uh, it's held a couple times a month, and I think uh, they've done it twice already at uh, at your club, right? Uh, yeah. Well, it, it it's a couple times a year, I should say, and then oh, the, gotcha. the championship okay. uh, just by chance was at our field two years in a row, but usually gotcha. it moves around. Perfect. Well, excellent. Well, it's always exciting. Unfortunately, I was uh, indisposed. I had to go to work right after the. Um, uh, my event so i was unable to attend but uh but you got to compete again i think you did you have this you, you had a new entry this time though right yeah um my intention originally was i was going to fly the turbo duster the big one i'd gotten that i put in yep, and that's i it. i couldn't quite get everything ready on it that i wanted to so mm. there was this flex innovation cessna 170 hanging up at the local oh. hobby shop and it was a fair price. And yeah. uh, so I, I picked that up and got it all set up, used my new free sky radio with it. Uh, you know, got everything working and, you know, got a few, we had some really crummy weather for a couple of days, so I couldn't get as much mm -hmm. flying in as I wanted to, but I got it all mm -hmm. set up and I flew my routine, you know, got, got it ready. And then said, okay, I'm going to compete with it. So Definitely uh, better than the first plane I had. The first plane was, you know, a little rinky-dink <laughs> Hobby King Cub. It looked cool, but it just it just was too small for the for the uh, conditions. But uh, yeah, but uh, the the conditions were a little they were okay the first couple days. Um, mm. It got got better, and then it got worse. So Sunday was kind of a <laughs> Uh, better than it. I was hoping Sunday was gonna be my my saving grace, but uh, but how it works? <laughs> so how it works is I guess a big little background. Um, I qualified back in March and with that right. airplane, 
and you can fly any plane you want, you know, and you can fly in the same class. If I really wanted to go into a different class, I could have, but I don't have, you know, a plane or all the stuff for mm-hmm. that. So I was in the uh, Pro-Am Sportsman, and uh, all you have to do is provide a picture of, that looks like the aircraft you have. So mm-hmm. um, I just, I found a nice picture of a Cessna 170, and, and that was it. So I got my five static points that oh, good. Um, if if you're in the other classes they you know you have to have documentation they have you pulled your plane three or four different ways and you have to explain if if the three view is different than what your plane is why and if you've got paint mm-hmm. chips or paints you know swatches from you know the manufacturer you know i mean they want the more you have the better right i have to do that but down the road maybe we'll see right and uh so you fly, there was five rounds of flying. So there was two on Friday, two on Saturday, and one on Sunday. Uh, my first round, uh, I didn't do bad. Uh, I did much better than I did the, you know, the first time I flew back in March. Um, mm-hmm. I, my, my routine, you know, I just, uh, you know, the first time you get up there and, and you know, you know exactly what the judges are, you know, how they're going to go, you know, grades or anything. But um, so I'm doing my routine. And then uh, Matt Ventura, one of our, longtime club members he was my caller so he would call out the maneuvers uh mm-hmm. for me and uh he did a great job he couldn't do it on sunday which was kind of a bummer but uh he was supposed to compete as well him and uh one of our other club members gary bailey uh were going to compete in team scale uh, but gary gary had a medical emergency his, his family did so and then matt couldn't get the plane started and it was just oh. so i felt bad for matt so he just kind of hung out all weekend right. but he was right. great to call so i really appreciate matt for calling well good um, Tim Dickey, who is a big part of it now, he he was the, the contest director you know, from our club, and he he's really into scale now. He's actually on the 2024 FAI US at US team, uh, wow. going to compete internationally. So that's a big deal. Um, he had the worst luck this weekend. I felt so bad for him. So he was doing uh, practice one day, and like the engine quit, and barely got back to the runway, caused some damage. Then the next day he comes in, he's, he lands and just bounces it and just tears the heck out of his PT-23. And then once he, when he spent nine hours, like all night, fixing it, and then it wouldn't start the next day. <laughs> uh. Yeah. So he had to go, literally, he had to go dig a plane out of storage that, you know, he's competed with before and right. got it all up and running. And he still competed and actually did, did pretty well, but he just had the word. And he's running the show, plus trying to keep an airplane Wow. So, I mean, the dedication he put in was yeah, like, kudos to him. Holy smoke. That's, it was, it was impressive. I felt bad for him, but, yeah. uh, and, uh, he's a, he's a great guy. So, and he, he did a great job being mm-hmm. the CD for the event. Um, so I flew my first two rounds. I did okay. You know, actually I did better each round. So I think as, mm-hmm. you know, as far as I can say, and then, um, there was four people in my class. I'm in sportsman. And, uh, one of them was my good friend, Ray Hoffman. He flew in from, uh, Washington and borrowed a friend's plane and they couldn't get it running the first day. So he basically scratched the first two days and, and how it works is they go off your, your top three scores. So basically he scratched mm-hmm. the first two days. So I was like sitting in second place <laughs> after nice. Friday. I was like, yeah, I'm right. doing good. Yeah. Um, yeah. But there was a new guy, uh, a guy named Alan from Oregon. He was, his, it was his first competition and he was killing it. He's flying a hangar nine uh, super cup. Okay. And I was like a, gas you know gas powered one but just mm-hmm. flying you know it's flying really really nice and look you know good looking plane um so you know so that there was a couple of guys and there was i was the only electric 
that's that's the funny thing. I was the only electric plane. Everything else was gasser, and there was one turbine. There was one jet yeah. and one electric. Wow. Um, when it came down to the awards, I'll get to talk more about that later. But just this is just funny. So there's an award for best multi-engine. There wasn't a multi-engine. If I had picked up, which I had thought about, the E-Flight Beechcraft uh-huh. D-18, I would have got best multi-engine. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. R fell out of the box. I was like, oh That's man. Because I, I, I was actually like looking at that. I'm like, oh, I can fly that. I know I can fly that yeah. in competition. Yeah. But uh, so, yeah. So it was, uh, it was, you know, it was, it was interesting to just to have to deal with, you know, mm-hmm. I think I'm, I, the judges were great. And, and, you know, they, they were, I think they were fair for the most part. There was only one, uh, I think it was my third round. I think it was, I think it was the first flight on Saturday. Um, so when you so you do a routine and you do the exact same routine you do 10 maneuvers mm-hmm. uh mine's take off land uh a fly by a fly pass you just fly past you know kind of scale mm-hmm. and i it was a little breezy so i i, I probably drifted out or drifted towards the runway so i came over the runway but you were supposed to stay over the berm like you know guys know mm-hmm. how like the dirt area out there our field mm-hmm. so i drifted over and i could and the guy even said you know, runway incursion you know? <laughs> so, oh, yeah. so, I, so he dinged me like i think he, he dinged me two more points than i think he should have and i wasn't going to be that guy that was like oh i'm yeah, getting yeah, dinged yeah. for a point you know i was like but after you know i left like you know the other guy didn't ding me one guy only one guy did but it's like well that two yeah. points kind of made the difference literally at the end those darn was, russians was real close to yeah i was yeah i was a bulgarians actually he was Bulgarian. I was like, Bulgarian. there you go <laughs> i don't know what he was he was, he's, uh, and they're all, you know, they're all good. I mean, the, the fact that they take their time and, and, yeah. you know, and they actually go through little training seminars and, and most of the guys have done it for a couple of times. There's a few guys that are like, this is their second or third time. And they're still, mm-hmm. even the, the guy who runs scale masters, Curtis was like, you know, guys, I want to see some higher scores. You seem a little low. Cause I, I, mm-hmm. I see the these planes flying and, you know, if they're not falling out of the sky, you know, <laughs> don't yeah, yeah. ding them. But, you know, if they screw up on a manure, yeah, I take a point off. Right. But not, yeah, you not, don't want to discourage someone for not coming back because you give them. Yeah, exactly. Score. You know, and, and there was and, you know, and there's some people complain about something. I forget what. Oh, the, the, the way the the way the order was of the judges. It was something weird, like not everybody. Got like a rotation of the judges the exact same way. So and oh, I, right, I could care right. less. I mean, it's like, oh, right. it's not going to change anything. Um, but I, I, I think we have an electric plane and like, you know, it's a foam plane, but it's a good size plane. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's, it flies well. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing with foam, it's like, you know, you can fly it like perfectly scale kind of right on the edge of what's, what's good. And then if you even give it just a little too much, you know, juice, it's a rocket ship mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, you're going way too fast. So playing right. with that, because my friend Matt was like, you know, he's like, oh, you, you got to speed up. I go, if I speed up, I'm going to be flying like a rocket ship. You know, it's right. it just, there's just that little bit difference sometimes with that airplane. And I, pl- I try like two mm-hmm. different props and it didn't change it enough to, to warrant it. So, so I was doing okay with my uh, maneuvers and everything. Just that one time I was like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. But um, there was only a couple of incidents of other people. I, I told you about, tim's kind of kind of you know crashing on mm-hmm. t- on landing uh there wasn't any other major crashes that i remember there's a couple couple rough landings because you know the weather was actually saturday the weather was beautiful friday was just windy as, as all get out yeah yeah and so i actually had like a nine which you know it, it's out of a 10 so I had, I had a full i had a solid nine on saturday and 
on just a few points. Like I was like right hovering at third. And then uh, Sunday morning, I'm going, I, I go, all right, last round, I'm going to kill it. I got my routine down. I know I'm going. The wind just picks up right as I take off. I mean, really Ugh. picks up. So I take off and I come around. My flyby is still good. I come around. I'm coming to do my figure eight. So I do the first half of my figure eight. And I'm coming around um, kind of on the backside of it. And mm-hmm. rather than go kind of the turn out and then and or turn straight out and then come start to come around, it just pushed me in. So my eight turned into a six. <laughs> oh. Yeah, and I was like, oh, there it goes. So I just kind of swung it back around. I did okay in the rest of the maneuvers that round, but I was just like mm-hmm. that that eight just just killed me. So yeah, but uh, it was. But it was. I mean, again, I learned a lot. I mean, it was a huge learning experience. And, uh, so, so I ended up fourth, you know, oh, okay. uh, well, but well, they, well. but they made trophies at least. Okay. So here's the thing. So they were, there were supposed to be four trophies for the sportsman class. Well, there were four for the pro sportsman class, but only three for the, <laughs> the other one. Yeah. yeah. So like, so there's pictures of me holding the trophy, but it's one of the pro ones. Cause, cause they didn't have, he's getting me, he's getting me the other trophy. Right? It was just like, right, yeah. yeah, I was like, take that, <laughs> take that bag. I felt like, I felt like Millie Vanilli losing my Grammy, you know, like, oh. right. you know, uh, hey, you can hold this for a picture. Yeah, that's what I got to give her it back. Yeah. Here's um, your McDonald's well, coupon, sir. Yeah. Well, they that's joked. It. They're like, well, you can take the multi-engine one. There's <laughs> no one there else. You go. You can hold it. that one. And we'll uh, peel the front picture off it and just put something on it. Yeah. So, um, so the, you know, so there's different classes, but the grand champion, um, was a turban. It was uh, Jeff Lovett. I think, do you know Jeff Lovett, Mike? I don't know if I know him or not. There's Mike. If I saw his face, I might know. Yeah. There's Mike and there's Jeff and there's their dads. I think Don, he's, they're a family that's been in the hobby forever. He's trying, he flies this beautiful BVM T33 that's done up with the, the, the flight metal. So he got like, like, I mean, almost nearly perfect score on static and like, cause he flew oh. that thing on rails. Of course it's a T33. You can't, yeah, you know, sure. You can't mess it up. Um, right. If I had flown, if I had flown, you know, if I had, if I had an, an EDF, you know, that I, that mm. I knew could take the time, I probably would have done better. Cause I think I just fly EDFs better. Yeah, right. You know, not that right. I flew bad, but it was just like, oh man, I just, you know, I just know because I flew, I've flown like, I can fly like half the routine with mm-hmm. my E Flight F4 because I would practice doing that sometimes. And then like, I couldn't quite get around to the, you know, touch and go and then a mm-hmm. missed approach. <laughs> it would be, it'd be, you know, my missed approach would turn into my mayday, mayday. I got to land. So, right. But, uh, so I'm, I'm, that's realistic. So I'm thinking. Yeah, <laughs> pretty pretty much. Yeah, it's like oh, it's it's real. I'm not kidding. Uh, funny. But overall, you know, it was a great experience. I really enjoyed myself. Uh, I, I learned a lot, and I'm probably gonna try to compete again next year. Uh, okay. I don't know where the where it's gonna be. Uh, mm-hmm. They keep talking. Uh, they're, they're trying to get it either in Texas or California. It's just getting a club to agree to it. Because it's right. it's, a, it's a little bit of a pain in the neck to, to get it, and of course we still have our damaged field. Um, oh, that's right. So I was out there. I was out there Wednesday, Wednesday and Thursday working on it. Um, we got. I, I, I felt like Scotty. 
on Star Trek. And I was like, you got, mm-hmm. I got, I need more time, Captain. <laughs> I'm giving it all you got, Captain. Right. <laughs> uh, so right. I'm working on the getting the electrical, like partially working just enough that we have juice. You know, we have the right. generator working and we're trying to figure out, we're tracing all the lines and, um, you know, it kept popping, you know, there's one breaker. Okay. Well, what's on that breaker. So we're tracing all the lines there. All right. That's there. That's there. Okay. So we're like, that one's done. Leave that one out. And uh, so I got it where we had the lights over the the picnic area. Cause we had to have our, our, our banquet there, which was really nice. They had, mm-hmm. they had the, the people who brought it. That was good. So we had our, our banquet there. Um, and I got like half the outlets working on the West end. And then we just ran a line over to the West, to the East end with a bunch of, uh, extra extension cords. extension cords yeah only a couple but uh so it wasn't that we just put some tents up over there there was plenty of room for everybody that was there and and uh, it worked out but it was you know it's kind of embarrassing that we didn't have mm-hmm. but it's mm-hmm. it's being fixed it's any kind of structure yeah but you can't control the weather i yeah. mean and that was pretty severe so yeah no do. one really complained you know about yeah. that in fact well, no, I mean, one really, no one really complained about anything other than you know me complaining about that my two points <laughs> Yeah, that you got runway incursion. Yeah, runway incursion because I heard the guy say I was just like, okay, for me, that's ah, terrible. Yeah, I would have, I would have just looked, turned around, looked at him, said, you know what you're talking about. Yeah, but the, uh, <laughs> but that I was saying about that new guy in my class, Alan. He actually mm-hmm. went up winning the sportsman class, and I guess he okay. flew that. He flew that. I was, I was great. I'm, I was glad. You know, I, I talked to him. He's a real nice guy. Everyone, you know, everyone's helpful, and you know, there's no attitude. Everyone's just right. like, you know. Right. You know, I was getting a little kudos. Oh, hey, well, hey, I don't care if you're flying electric plane, you're here, you know? But, yeah, uh, sure. It was fun. Very so nice. I'm thinking either like a, you know, a bigger, if I can get a turbine. I'm thinking, I'm almost thinking I, time to jump to turbine for, for this. I really am thinking. Yikes. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I have one in the box. Uh, oh. I have one in the other side. Got it's got to be scale. It's got to be scale. Can't be a sport. That one's ready to be scale. That's what an F-18. It? That's a oh. Tams jet F-18. Oh. <laughs> it's big, though. I know. It's big. I know it's big. big, big. No, I mean, like, like, like that T-33 that he had, something like that would be. Yeah. Or like a Viper, you know, something. Yeah. Or L39. Or L39. Can I just fly your L39? L39 would be better. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, you I kept asking. I, I was, I, I pushed, I pushed this around the, you know, to everyone I knew there. I'm like, mm-hmm. well, you know, there's team scale and that's where one guy builds it and one guy flies it. And that's what Matt and Gary right. typically do. There weren't a whole lot of team scales. So I kept floating the idea. I'm like, okay. Um, I go, Matt, well, you're used to team scale. So why don't you buy me a new jet and then I'll fly it. <laughs> You know, he didn't go like, for that. No, he didn't go. I couldn't believe it. You know, I'm like, <laughs> wait till I see him. I'm just going to give him a piece of my mind. Some you know, guys. I, and I asked a couple of the guys, you know, I know. I was like, really? I was like, it's perfect. You know, I mean, I know. Good, Sounds a like a good pilot. You know, there you go. It's a win win. You know, it is a win win. <laughs> you buy me a jet, I'll go fly it <laughs> <laughs> and build it for me, too. Yeah, exactly. That's, right. that's the whole chop yeah, chop. That's all about team scale. <laughs> in we're jay's case you got to grow the tree first though yeah, yeah we're a team plant. Got a there's no the, the yeah. that's right <laughs> plant that tree uh, grow the tree cut it cut the wood build that's the it. plane and then i get to fly it yep that's it <laughs> yeah that is well, hilarious hey so shannon you were talking about so more, planet even and then we'll it, go there. so shannon you were talking about in order to get certain points that they 
they actually go and like if you have to get the manufacturer's paint, the paint, the paint, the paint on the plane, uh, you know, or whatever plane that you have. Yeah. So, so if you're when it when you present um, for for static display in the in the higher echelons, you mm. provide pictures of you know the exact aircraft you're modeling it after. So it's got to be a real flying aircraft. Sure. Sure. Um, I'll give you a perfect example of where someone, um, uh, Matt Ventura, the one I was telling you, he, mm-hmm. even though he didn't fly, he still had them do the static because he just wanted to make sure, you know, see where he was. So he modeled that plane after one of our local club members, Austin Goodwin's real airplane. It's mm-hmm. a, it's a, it's a, I think it was a Piper Cherokee. Right. So he got the same color paint that was on the plane, but he didn't actually put like a, like a swatch or a chip in his stuff, but he said it's, he said it's the same paint, exact mm-hmm. same colors. Um, he would, he, he 3d printed like the antennas, like there's a little step that Austin added to make it easier to get on there. And he, and he had put that on there, but on his 3d picture, it didn't have that little step. So they dinged oh. him for that. Oh. So, and, and if you turn that plane a certain way, like the paint, it's like a gold metallic paint. Mm-hmm. It changes color. So, they dinged him for the color not matching, even though, in theory, it's the exact same paint. But he paint, didn't; he couldn't right. show it. It was so. So yeah, it's like um, Tim Dickey on all of his planes. Like he has like a, a basically the the color number uh, of it, and and shows like where it's at on the plane, like like you know roughly. Right. Uh, right. Uh, and then if there's any deviation, like if there's something like it's like you know you say like deviation. Um, I have an extra step here because that's what this real airplane has, but the three view doesn't. You have to put like a document what mm. is and isn't gotcha. Gotcha, the same gotcha, on gotcha. that airplane. So they look at it from. Yeah. I was going to say, I was thinking like, that if you have a paint, let's, let's just say the example you gave where it was color shifting. And if I was able to replicate that, but I didn't use their paint, it seems like I'm still within to me, it seems like I'm still with. Yeah, yeah. Vein as long as you're sane. What, and... Right. So if I so if I say, uh, uh, is not is not, you know, actual paint on plane, but does have you know color shifting, same color shifting you know, features, properties, yep. properties. Yeah, to thank you. Yep. Properties, all that kind of stuff. I, I would still get credit for that, or I'd get dinged because I didn't actually use the paint. No, if 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 you if it represents what you're what you're presenting, that's mm-hmm. that's what the the documentation. So it doesn't you, you don't have to have the exact same paint per se, but as long as it's the color is is, is pretty darn close that, and you've documented what that color is, then they're going to be mm-hmm. okay. Unless unless for some reason they just you know there's some guys that know every I swear they know every paint code there is on a, a model aircraft, but you know they're like mm-hmm. oh you know that you know. Or just how the how something's cut, you know how a how the wing root is. If it's like even mm-hmm. a little bit off, they just they get they get that granular. But if the more you can show that it's as close to the real aircraft, and you've mm-hmm. spent the time putting it there and you document it, you'll you'll get your point. So you know there's a few people that they'll get like Nick ninety nine points. Like let me give you an example here. Uh, I got the scores right here. Yeah, um, like I said with uh, Jeff Lovett, the T thirty three, he got a ninety eight point two five out of a hundred. Wow. Uh, the highest static score, though, was Tim Dickey, and he got mm-hmm. a 99. Look at that. One point off. And that's for that PT, PT-23 PT that he flies. 
He actually has a, a five cylinder radial engine. He has had the, the heads made. So it says continental on them. I mean, oh, wow. yeah, I mean, he's, he's gone all out on that plane and then, but then he couldn't get it to start. So he, so he could fly it, yeah. but, or he could, he could, he, he flew it like once and then he, you know, you got the static, but yeah, so it's, um, it's pretty crazy what bummer. they could do for that. Yeah. I'm trying to think, was there any other high statics? No. Um, I'll give you another example of a plane though, that somebody came out with that, uh, they just weren't quite up to par. Um, you know, Arthur Gambino. I do. Yeah, yes, you do. So he brought out this beautiful, um, where's he at here? Uh, it was a Piper, uh, Piper J four, like the, the side-by-side J four. Yep. yep. Um, beautiful giant aircraft, uh, flew well. He had smoke, you know, but, yeah. but it's not, he had, he had like, he had, his pilots were, um, Teddy Roosevelt, not Teddy Roosevelt, uh, no, FDR. Yeah, it was FDR and Eisenhower. And they looked like, wow. you know, beautiful aircraft, but it wasn't scaled to a real aircraft. He took a picture, right. of, he had pictures of a real J-4, but it wasn't that J-4. Right. But, oh, so he didn't, he didn't match them. Um, right. And I don't, I don't think, you know, the J-4 was... You know, you typically had smoke unless it was on fire. You know? Right. fire. You know? No, no. If you have it, if you're flying like an aerobatic plane and 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 you and they use smoke, you know, like right. yours do in real life, yeah. Mike. You know, right. That's yeah. perfectly fine, but it just it didn't help him. Right. So, Shannon, I got the so, perfect plane for you. What's that? Time. I think you should do uh, an Antonov 124, you know, super cargo lifter, and. Yeah. Uh, I think I think it'd be easy to replicate, and it, it, I think you could get you could win you can just take the whole competition home. I would um, get multi-engine you know, I, and turbine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, you don't have to do it, and turbine, you wouldn't right? have to fly it because you're buying it for me, right? So, so it's no, team scale. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's team scale. You're buying it, and yeah. you wouldn't have to fly it because you could say Russians ran out of parts, and the current one isn't flying oh, either. No. So, you gotta, well, you gotta well, fly kind, it. Well, well kind of on that on that theme though, I I got the fly uh, I got the fly on that aircraft when I was taking a satellite <laughs> in Russia, so I yep. I got to spend like two weeks on the plane. In fact, I even got to change the engine out, which was pretty incredible. Oh wow! Um, yeah. But anyway, I've never seen an aircraft that had so much Bondo on it. In my yeah. life, I've heard yeah. that. Well, I've heard that they're yeah. they're like Bondo held together. It had ball tires. I've, I've never seen I've never seen ball tires on on, a, on an aircraft <laughs> as much as I did on this one. Bolts, things missing. I I, I was just amazed that, that that plane was allowed to fly. It, so what my, yeah. my point is, you can get a you could get a good you can get a model. Just slap on some bondo. Just slap it all over the plane. <laughs> sand it off, and it'll look like crap. <laughs> you can go, hey, this is representative <laughs> of this this aircraft. Yada yada. This is it. Jay's got yeah, a picture. Yeah. He flew you, on it. It's right here. You, just pour oil, you can oh. pour oil all over the engines. You just pour oil underneath it. <laughs> oil everywhere. <laughs> Throw dirt all over when it. it starts up. Oh yeah. my gosh! It, I, although although it'd be easy to replicate that the aircraft, I had to say that that particular plane. Little side story. It was a amazing because of just what it could do and what it, you know the, how much weight it could lift. But like I said, I I helped me who I am not, I am not an aircraft mechanic, mm-hmm. help the guys who were flying with us replace an engine, 
and uh right. and but i know a little bit about the aircraft maintenance stuff so i'm i'm on there and i'm watching i'm like oh hey so where are the torque wrenches because we're you know we're going to put this thing back in and you know i'm like okay what what's what to what torque do we need and the guy's like torque torque what is this torque and i'm like oh well, you know <laughs> torque wrench and i'm trying to explain what a torque wrench and this stuff and he goes no 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 yuri come here and he comes over this guy little guy yuri comes walking over with a with a socket head wrench you know and and they put it on the bolt and they and they get a rod and they get they put it on the end and they they go one two three boom. it's good and i'm like oh okay <laughs> <laughs> and then oh, and then i boy. go okay well what about the safety wire are you going to put a safety wire through the, the you know you, you you screw down the nut and then you put the safety wire through the hole and then you wrap it up and they're like safety wire what is a safety wire and i'm like oh you know you wrap the thing and he's like no 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 yuri we, we get the torque we don't need safety wire and i'm like wow now and and uh, so the only thing i so i started getting a little nervous after watching these guys kind of put this you know taking this thing apart and put it back together and i said you're flying with us right and the guy goes oh yeah we're you know we're part of the crew we fly with you guys all you know and i'm like okay well then that, that's good yeah, that that alleviates some of my fear because you're gonna you know you're coming with me and you put this thing yeah. back together but but we put we you know took the engine down had a little built-in hoist to pull the engine down it was like working on your lawnmower you know for a multi yep. you know thing engine I, I was i was just amazed at how easy and quick we were able to swap out the old motor for the new one hoist it back up yeah. into the aircraft you know that that part was really amazing just the engineering how they they had it so that i mean you didn't have to have any power tools because that was the next thing i was like hey so where's your you know where's your you know where's your <laughs> impact wrench where's your they're like oh no yeah, here's the wow oh, boy that's, yeah. that's so everything was hand tightened and put back on the plane and it flew great yeah. well i could probably it's, do like the antonov the ant2 you know the colt the, the mm -hmm. biplane with yeah. the radial engine right you know, because I've seen in I've seen the same same thing. It's like they're just knowing that as long as the engine starts, it'll fly. That's it. <laughs> you know, that's pretty much. You know, and and the cables are connected. It'll fly yeah. and it'll stay in yeah. the air. And you know, and even if it runs out of gas, it'll stay in the air for a little longer than than yeah, exactly. It's a biplane, right? But, we had a guy with a Yak fifty. No, I was thinking um, Yak fifty five. You know what a, you know a TT one is? A Pinto. And, uh, we had a Yak fifty five at a contest. Uh, the Navy's really I wasn't get there, but I heard a, the story uh, that uh, the guy stepped on the brakes and went off the end, the and it it and made, dinged like, his prop, so it split the bottom of the and prop. Then, uh, and uh, same thing, you know, he was all upset. Yeah. He's going to have to, you know, I can't fly. And the Russian guy walked up. He says, "No problem," and he grabs a hacksaw and just cut that part off of the of the prop. Yeah. So now the prop, prop is two inches shorter, and he goes, "Oh my gosh! Like you, you just cut two inches off the prop." He goes, "This thing's all out of balance." And the guy goes, Ooh, "Yes, you want to correct?" So he punches it around and cuts two inches okay, off two the inches other off side the other of the prop. Side. Goes, "Okay, right. good to go." <laughs> he didn't think anything of it with a hacksaw. He just hacked it off. Yeah. Just took his pencil and just hacked it. Uh, yeah, yeah those uh, those uh, pens are pretty funny. Yeah, that's definitely a, a Russian mentality when it comes to stuff like that. The uh, oh, yeah. when we were over that's there the doing the stuff for the doing the stuff for the for the uh, rockets and stuff, we were taking the satellites, sticking on their rockets and launching it. So uh, one of the problems was they, you know, you have to bring a cable that hooks into the satellite so you can get your data back and stuff. And you know, they they showed up and they go, "Okay, we have a hundred feet of cable. You know, the gantries, right. you know, one hundred and twenty feet high, or you know, one hundred and ten. You know, because it has to go around and follow the thing up and go, you know, you know how those things go. Go up the elevator shaft, go across, come around, da-da-da-da-da. Well, yeah. you know, we're, we're short. 
And they're like, what are we going to do that? We don't have enough cable. And the, and the, the Russians are like, yeah, no problem. This happens all the time. We fix. And, they're, and we're, we're like, oh, how are they going to fix this? So they cut a hole, you know, into the, uh, the launch gantry straight down, you know, so it was just a straight shot up and then it hooked into the, you know, hooked into the, the uh, satellite. And, and I'm like, Oh, Hey, I, you know, I'm like, Hey, that's the way to get it done. <laughs> you know, you, <laughs> right. just cut, you just cut through the floors and just get the wire. Well, our OSHA guys that were with us, those guys were as white as she sheet. They were just like, you can't just be cutting into a gantry. Nobody knows that holes there. So, right. uh, so here comes this other part of the story. So, you know, so you have this launch gantry and it's kind of like a, see you know it goes around the rocket and at each end you know on our stuff they usually have a safety chain well the russians didn't have this safety chain and so we're having this meeting it's like it's on a friday it's like the end of the day everybody's ready to you know start drinking doing you know just getting out of there and uh the safety guys hey well we we, we came up and we mentioned this thing about you know you guys don't have the safety gate and they're like the safety gate what what safety gate and they're like well so so you just you know the gantry just ends and you could just walk off of it. And they're like, yes, then you would die. <laughs> the guy goes, that's exactly right. You would die. And, the guy, and they're like, you know, you got to put a safety gate up or else, you know, we can't go forward with this mission. And they're like, uh, well, what, what does this gate, you want us to build a gate across there? There's a sign that says you go past this, you know, you die. So you go past it, you die. <laughs> And, and the guys are like, oh, we can't have that. That's unsafe. You can't. You got to put something up and blah, 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 blah. And the Russians were totally, they were totally confused because they just, we put a sign up. It says, go past here, you die. What more do you need? Yeah. You know, if you go past there and die, right. guess what? That's your fault. Yeah. Right? Right. And so they, they could not understand the having the safety chain. That's what the, the, the guys were very specific. It has to be a safety chain. And so I, I, I. I ran off and I, I got this chain and I went over to the Russians and I was talking to them and my terrible Russian. And I just said, Hey, just hang this at, at the very end, you know, put, you know, hook it in, hook it in and they'll be happy because it's the safety and just put some orange stuff or another sign on this. And they were like, well, we don't have, you know, your OSHA chain. So we only have strong Russian chain. <laughs> will, this, will this suffice? And they were like, Oh yeah. You know, you could haul, you know, a half ton truck with this chain. And the guy's like, oh, yeah, I guess that'll do if that's all you got, you know, but, uh, you know, but he, but he was sat, but it satisfied him. He, they got their chain, but, but the Russian guys were funny because they were just, you know, th that was their attitude for the whole thing. You know, hey, if you're launching a rocket and the guy doesn't come in or get away from the, the blast pad when the, the rockets go off, you know, you, you'll be incinerated. No, no, no. You need to blast. You know, you have to have a blast horn three times. Yeah, you have to have a chain that goes around. You got to have a guy jumping around with flags and you got to do something else. And he goes, no, he dies. We don't want him. We want him. You don't want that guy around. <laughs> and I just, oh, I just yeah. love the Russians. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. I just love their yeah. whole, I just love their whole attitude when it came to not, not so much for safety in some respects, because there were some other little nitnoid things like walking upstairs, yeah. like, None of the stairs there, you, you, like you walk up your, your stairs to your bedroom or something, right? You don't even think about your stairs. You just walk up them, right? Right. And, and so one of the guys that was over there told me, hey, man, whenever you walk up the stairs, hold on to the, sta onto the railing, look at the stairs as you're walking up, you know, just don't walk up the stairs. And I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, just don't do it. And so when I got there, you know, same thing. I'm just jogging up the stairs and poof, I'm, I'm, I'm on my face. And I'm like, what the heck just happened? Well, once again, former, you know, communist country, 
So their attitude is, okay, we're, we got to build a set of stairs to the second floor. Right. And so they go to the first guy, Hey, here's your materials. Go build the first, you know, the stairs up to the second floor. And so the guy goes, Oh, you know, first guy there, he has plenty of materials. He builds the stairs to the standard, you know, thing. I, I forgot the ratio that you're supposed to use, but anyway, he builds the header, yeah, the, not steps. Headers, but he, the steps and he, they go up. Right. Second day, the next guy comes, well, he only has the materials left over from the first guy. So he doesn't have enough. So in order to make the steps, he might, like the first guy might've done one or two steps, you know, and the guy, you know, so they're normal. And the next guy goes, well, I'm going to have to half that in order to get the wood to make the math work. (laughs) Instead of, instead of the step being a, you know, a foot, you know, step, I'm going to have to make it half, half a foot, you know, or some weird, or it's just some weird combination of that in between. And then, and then as further you go up the stairs, he may have to make them shorter, 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 you know, oh, wow. to, to make it work. And being an American, you're used to everything standard, right? It's a standard height, standard stair. Whether I go to your house, you come to my house, wherever you go in America, the stairs are all the same or very much the same from when they start. Not so much right. there. You, yeah. And it just <laughs> throws you off. I, I was, you know, falling down, you know, but I got, I, you know, I held on to the railing that, definitely help but it was just one of those crazy you know different attitudes for things you know hey i, I made the stairs to get up to the top of the, the building <laughs> but don't run down the stairs you will die uh. so yeah <laughs> uh but uh yeah I got, I got a bunch of uh russian stories like that so like don't step on manhole covers while you're over there bad <laughs> yeah. don't so the, the lesson that we have here is uh, for scale masters is build a Russian jet and it can be close. Exactly. There we go. <laughs> right. Well, you you would be scale. And then, then they're like, well, is that Pondo yeah. on your plane? Yes. Go. That's exactly right. Yes, I it had, is. I had this, it's right here. I, in used the exact, tape. I used the exact same Pondo they did. Tape. You know, same there was straw, tape. mud. Russian, and that, Russian duct tape. <laughs> I made it work. <laughs> Uh, well, congratulations are in order. Uh, and we know that, uh, if you're going to continue this venture that you will do even better. That's the plan. Uh, the next time That's the plan. So there so, you go. That is the plan. I enjoyed it. So I have to definitely, uh, check it out. Well, unfortunately, uh, we, uh, are over, uh, thanks to oh, Jay's well, uh, Russian stories, but come uh, on, they are, it's a good story. <laughs> they are good stories. I've heard, I've heard a ton of them. It was pretty funny. If you had, a, if you have a day, they're, there's some funny stories. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. So anyway, uh, okay. Well, uh, scale master sounds like it was a great, uh, a great success. And we're looking forward to, uh, some other events coming up between, uh, here and the electric festival. So I think yep, we're going to uh, spend a little time talking about the electric festival coming up here next, uh, February. Do you have the dates already? Uh, second to the fourth. Yep. It's all locked second in. The got my, there got my go. sanction and cool. got to get my FAA height cool. waiver still. I got to work on that. Other than that, we're, there you we're go. flying right. high. So it's real. We got a jet rally really for than, than last no, time, right? Same, same, same weekend. No. First weekend. I thought it was, I thought it's it was usually the first or later. second weekend. I thought it was later in February. You We've know, done it later, February. but there's other events. It's just getting hard to. Oh, that's right. Yeah. NASCAR. They've got a bunch of other yeah, events. Yeah, they got the Buckeye yeah. Fair and stuff in there too. So. All right. Well, we'll get to that uh, when you uh, see us again or listen to us again. Uh, remember, check out our YouTube uh, channel. Give us a like there. And, uh, and uh, yeah, give us a thumbs up on, uh, on whatever podcast system. But for now, I'm Michael in Arizona. I'm Jay from the hills of Texas. And Shannon G in Mesa AZ. We'll see you in two weeks.
Let's fall. You have been listening to the Park Flyer Podcast. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to your next visit. Please give our show a star rating and review, and feel free to email us your questions, topics, or suggestions to parkflyerpodcast at gmail.com.